Okay. We live. We live. We live. We live. We live. We live. You see my ghetto ass dad. Everybody come over. Everybody come on over to our YouTube live where you can comment, like, subscribe, share, notification bell, ding, ding, ding. At bring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, but come we on over. Oh, start giving giveaways. We gotta get the Ooh, that's together. Some giveaways. Give giveaways. Mm-hmm. I want to know what people do giveaways. I like giveaways with other people's money, not mine. But anyway, <laughs> I was saying product, but I mean money works too. We can give product. We can give hush away. We could give hush product away. Go ahead, drop that so, beat, Mason. Drop the beat. You ready? Well, DJ yeah. Mason, drop the hey. beat. <laughs> Let's go. with another one as always it's your favorite favorite mason and you already know it's Corey motherfucking knees in the building with my gunshots we gotta get them give it a gunshot give me my gunshot let me do it <laughs> <heavy>. <laughs> and this uh you know miss lizzie baby over here uh welcome to hush your mouth yeah, so let's do a check in as usual or whatever. How was your day? My day was good, my week was good. My youngest graduated, uh, I'm not even gonna say where, but she graduated, so I'm proud of her. So, congratulations to her and her graduation. Uh, she was student body president, which I didn't know that they had at such a young age, but uh. So she had a speech and she did that whole thing and I was very excited Aww. and proud of her. So which grade is she going into? He didn't want to She's say. gonna go into her first year of high school. Yay. Yay, yeah. shout out to her. That'd be, I, I figured I'd just run up there real quick and demonstrate on some little boy or girl and just get it over with. So that way. Yeah, you might want to do that. Like up the gate. Like as soon as you hit his leg, you might want to run down on him. <laughs> 
and just now like, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm really good with like teachers and stuff like that. So normally what happens is I'll go up there and I'll meet them and I'll say hi or whatever and they start looking out for my kid. As long as you're active at school and you're active with your like your kid, yo, teachers look out. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my experience. Even when they were young, like I, I had um my daughter had a uh a ballet rehearsal thing and I'm not the best at combing hair or doing anything like that and I think one of the mothers came over. She was like, don't worry, I got it. And she did her hair for me. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. Because this ponytail no, wasn't coming so out. If she would have performed that recital, having a dad ponytail, dads have a, a specific oh, like, Thank God she didn't have to. I mean. But that's so cute that they helped you. Single dads definitely get a lot of play. Because we could probably after that. Oh, you out here, you don't gotta wait, comb your baby's hair. Come here, let me comb it. We should do that. <laughs> I, I, think, I, I think that actually works. That may be a thing. Like, I, I think that actually works. Um. Right, so, hey, how was your week? How's your day? How's everything going with you? Um, I had a great day, great week. Just, uh, my kids are out of school. Well, they're out of school, but my daughter, she's like, so like back in the day, remember when we had summer school? So that like summer school was not mandated. I, I paid extra for summer school for my kid, which is a good thing to have because there's places who don't have that. It's either your kid is mandated. Then with the whole no child left behind thing, things could get a little bit crazy. Uh, but she's excited about it. Like as a kid, I never had to attend summer school because it was so like taboo and like not a good thing to have to do, and nobody wants to spend their summer learning. But she's like excited about like going there every day and playing with friends and learning and stuff. So she loves books. Social actually. aspect. She's excited about the social. Yeah, aspect. Like, and you know what's so funny? Because I think maybe the pandemic has something to do with kids being maybe more excited to go into school than not. Because all of our life, we've always had to go to school. So that's one thing. Um, my son is preparing for high school, so he's also left middle school. And now he's going into high school his first year, and that's yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah, teenager. one, and um, then uh, he met some people that will be on his football team for his school year. He's going to the summertime practices to get to know a few people, and that's really exciting. Uh, do they still have that summer? Like a, a, a it's like a, a summer camp for their, the football players where they're basically like in training and stuff like that. So it's it's basically summer school for football. Yeah. So but that's it's a training camp. It's like a real training, training camp. camp. Yeah. yeah. So he's excited about that, that's and cool. we're we're just excited in, in general. How how has your day or week been? It's been a long week, but it's okay. it's always a long week for you. It is. Oh. Aww. I had a good week last week. What you talking about? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, good week. It's been a long week, but I'm good. I'm good. She cool. needs to I'm get sure. into whatever toys that she's into this week. Whatever's the newest. We, we, we're going to come up with a segment where Lizzie reviews uh, toys. Ladies, I told y'all what last week, make sure you don't get you a rose. That thing is real. <laughs> All right, so I don't real quick. believe the hype, but I've heard so much. Oh, yeah. The hype is real. First when I got it, but I was wrong. This episode ain't that. I'm just saying, in the beginning, I didn't agree. But you know, go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> let's jump right into today's episode. Um, Today is Hero or Zero. Let's talk that. 
Let's go back. That's a deep topic. First of all, Father's Day is soon. In a couple days. In a couple days. It already passed by the time this episode. It passed by the time this episode gets released. However, it's soon, right? Currently, while we're filming, and um, yeah, I think that Father's Day may not get enough credibility. Like people wanted to cancel Father's Day, people would never say let's cancel Mother's Day, mm. right? They were even discussing this. This was not, like Mother's Day would never even be up for discussion, mm-hmm. but Father's Day is even up for discussion. They be treating y'all so bad. <laughs> I'm play something for y'all. Hold on. Are you playing something for us? Do we have? It's the worst holiday in the world. Oh. I've done the research. I already know. Let me tell you something about Father's Day. Mother's Day is the second most celebrated holiday in the world. Christmas is first. So it's, that means it's Jesus, then your mama. <laughs> you know what Father's Day fall at? 20. Number 20. Yeah. I can't think of 18 other holidays. <laughs> you realize Halloween is number six? I mean, ghosts and goblins go before fathers? Arbor Day is number 13. I don't even know what that is. I just know it comes before me. That's crazy. Oh my God, that is so horrible. I would never want to be And true. Horrible and true. Who was that? That no respect. Gigi underscore so Hollywood said right. Right. Mason, who was that? What comedian was that? Um, I gotta look it up. I just pulled the clip. Father's Day is. It sounds like DL Hughley. It does sound like DL. It was definitely not DL Hughley. It was somebody else, but I gotta, I gotta pull it up. Okay, so. But I just wanted to play that for y'all because I have all of those emotions and I feel the exact same. Do you feel that? You're a good dad, though. Father's Day. It's not about me. It's it's about fathers on a whole. I think that oh, this is not the only good dad in the world. So all the fathers out there like you probably feel exactly how you do me. Exactly. I feel like there's oh you can always get a reservation on Father's Day. Like the restaurants are not booked. And you cannot. You ever try getting a reservation for Mother's Day? Yes. At a restaurant, it's your hard. local your local you crab shack. Listen, everything's booked. Mother's Day is booked. booked, booked they be booked and busy mothers. Oh man, I, you try to send edible arrangements on Mother's Day and see what happens to you. Uh-uh. Try it. I dare you. Damn. Father's so, Day, you can send the whole goddamn store. But what exactly are the qualities of a good dad, Mason? Like, why? Because when you get down to the root of it, let's just jump right into it. That's not pussyfoot. Mm-hmm. You like that word? You like that. That's not pussy foot. That's the word of the day. Word of the day. Pussy foot. <laughs> word of the day is pussy foot. <laughs> All right. The word of the day is pussy foot. And let's not pussy foot around. Why is Father's Day number 20 on the most celebrated holidays? Zero or hero? What's going on? Like, what are the qualities of a good dad? Maybe, because... I mean, obviously, is there a, a a plethora of good dads out there? Pretty sure there is. I think there is. I think there is. <laughs> I don't think if you're doing the right thing, you get recognized. 
course not. I don't think I don't think I don't think the people doing the right thing are the people that get recognized. So in this particular scenario, I think it's more salacious. That's a word of the day. It's more oh. salacious to to recognize the people not doing what they're supposed to be doing than the people that are doing what they're supposed to be doing. Oh, because this is my definition for something. Oh, you know what I'm saying so. I, I feel like dads, 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 dads don't get mean? recognized. Because... Mason, what does salacious mean? Salacious? It just means um, basically overhyped. It means something blown up, something, um, something made lit, I guess, but in a bad way. Made lit. Yeah, okay. In a bad way. So the qualities of a good dad would be what being there in all aspects. Yeah, the qualities of a good dad is being there in all aspects, both physically, emotionally, um, supporting um, your child in every which way possible. Like I talked about my kid graduating, like going to these events, things that mean a lot to your children mm -hmm. should mean a lot to you. So it's so funny that things. you about that and you say that because uh, recently in the, in the news, it was a big deal about, I think it was like, Queen Naja, her baby dad, mm -hmm. Naja, at the graduation, and they made like a really big deal about it because they were saying like, how could she not invite? Him? But how could you not know that your kid was graduating? Mm -hmm. It was a kindergarten graduation. It wasn't like it was a high school or middle school graduation. I mean, we're not gonna sit here and act like certain times and situations, the mothers purposely. Not share the vital information. Wait, and then because I did share this vital information with you, because we're not on good terms between me and you. Mm. Now you don't know the child graduating. Now you ain't at the graduation, and now everybody's gonna drag you, and I'm gonna let them because I feel how I personally feel about you. That happens, but also I feel like if you have a re uh, a relationship with the kid after a certain like. A kid is able to talk at a certain point. So we're you can preschool though. We're talking no, we're talking about kindergarten. Kindergarten. A six year old. A six year old. A six year old knows when their graduation is coming up. So if you're speaking to that six year old and you're heavily involved, you're gonna know when their graduation is coming up. So you can be present for the graduation. I'm not making excuses, but I want. I'm to just say, saying. I'm just saying. At a five or six year old, does this five or six year old have a cell phone? The only way to reach this five or six year old is through the mother. They speak on a daily basis. Okay, that's different. But I'm just saying. I'm just it's saying. Possible. Nobody didn't stop you. Anybody knows that when your six-year-old is graduating, you know that they have a graduation coming up. <clears throat> and I own this only this only hit home. It was personal for me because I was in that situation myself at one point in time when one of my kids was graduating. And it was like, well, how could you not tell me <clears throat> that they were having a graduation? And I'm like, I told you three days before the date of the graduation, just to confirm in case you were unaware. But if you were constantly involved, then you would know what day your kid was graduating. So I think that goes both ways because there's situation. I'm 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 gonna say my personal situation, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna comment on that situation with Queen Naja and you know whatever seals, whatever his name is. Um, my situation, I think I don't I don't know everything and I, I do rely on 
my kids and I do rely on their mother to tell me things and remind me of things and stuff like that. And she does a really good job of saying, Hey, this is coming up. And then as it comes up, reminds me, don't forget that this is Tuesday or whatever the case may be. And that's just based on our relationship. Now our relationship is good as far as parenting our children. And that takes time and that takes effort. And that takes both parties willing to put personal feelings and personal situations aside for the betterment of your children, which I think that that's what it should always be. But sometimes feelings and emotions get into it and it's like, I ain't telling him nothing or I'm not asking her nothing. And that's where egos overshadow that child's well-being. And I think that's what that situation is. And we could point out different things because we could point out G Herbo's situation with Ari and how they, they have evolved. And we talked about this on a past episode, how we love how they are parenting currently. And it takes some time to actually get to that point. But in the beginning... <laughs> And which is where Queen and, and they are like they shouldn't be there. Have conversations. You know her boyfriend, whoever she's with now for long enough. But that time. that sometimes adds to it too. That sometimes adds flame to the fire. It really shouldn't. Um I can see it how shouldn't. this situation does, but that's not even what today's topic is about. It's a real big good dads and zeros, heroes and zeros. We're gonna highlight the zeros. Highlight the facts and things that will cause somebody to be a zero. No, 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 no. But we need to talk about what are the qualities of the dad first. Somebody said that. Which of us answered that? He answered it, but you didn't answer it. And it's I didn't answer it. I said being present when we're around the board. So president or what does that look like? What does that look like? That looks like being a fucking dad the same way I'm being a fucking mom. I don't think those two are the same, but we'll talk about that later. Every single day, every fucking minute, I'm a mother. I wake up and I'm a mom. I go to sleep and I'm a mom. That should be the same thing for a dad. But is it? Not necessarily. It's not. All the time. I'm still a dad all the time. Yeah, everybody's not like you, Mason. I be getting calls like, talk to your daughter. <laughs> like, what the... I can't hey. even do that. Oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> I feel like being a good dad is like the same thing that makes any relationship work. So being in communication, having a relationship, understanding, supportiveness, just basically showing your kid that you're there for them mm-hmm. through thick and thin old child. Like being 100% available there in every aspect that you could possibly think of. Like, I should never have to question my dad or my, the presence of my dad. Because most yeah, people don't never really have to question the presence of their mom. Do I know this shit going to get done if I call my mom? Absolutely. I want to know the same thing when I call my dad. Like, damn, if I call my dad, yeah. I want to know that this shit is going to get handled the same way that my mom would probably handle it or better. So that's my definition of the quality. Gunshots, please. Can you my gunshots? Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like a four-gun salute. What's the difference between a father and a dad? Though? Okay, so wait, I googled it. This is Lizzie's question. I like googling shit because Google be answering this shit the way I wanted to. So it says the father is someone who believes that by donating his sperm. For your creation, he has done his duty in life. A dad is someone who gets up every day and does whatever he can to put a roof over your head, clothes on your back, or food on your table. 
Google's definition of what the difference between a dad and a father is. That was on the Urban Dictionary. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to know. Was, was it Mariam? Was it Webster? Urban. <laughs> urban. Like, who was it? Anybody can be a father. Everybody's not a dad. Okay, well, I definitely think there's a difference between father and dad. Um, and yeah, you're your father. I think anybody could be a father. Uh, you have sperm. It came out from that fact. You gave the sperm the last name. You're a father because you let the sperm swim. You being a dad is about what you put into that kid. The, the sacrifices. The support, the love, the time, the efforts. And Mason, you are oh, you were frozen or you're blurred on our end over here. But um Can you see me? Can you I can see you, but it's blurred. Oh, I wasn't moving for a second, so I just hope you didn't think I was frozen. Nah, you're blurred. I really just stood like this for a second. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's how I that's the that's the attributes that I feel come from a dad versus a father. Anybody can be a father. You're not that special if you're a father. If you're a dad, you're fucking awesome. Shout out to the dads out there. So should it be called Dad's Day and not Father's Day? Yes. It should be called Dad's Day, Dad's not Father's Day. Day. Father's Day is out of here. We yeah. want Dad's Day. You know what? Cancel Father's Day. claim that. <laughs> Let's revise it. Don't cancel it. Let's revise it to Dad's Day. So there's a difference. Do you think it's a difference, Nathan? A hundred percent. I think there's a difference between a, a, a present and a um, a participating dad and uh, not present and, you know. So, growing up, do you feel like you had a father or a dad or both? I, and some attribute or aspect. Growing up, I had what you would consider to be a father or dad. Because he wasn't my father. But in some aspect, I had a dad. Well, I ain't have none of that uh-huh. shit. And I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Nah. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I gotta lighten up the room, guys. Oh, this is a serious time. Y'all are so serious. But, um, no, I think my brother raised me. My brother was like, my dad. And people, different people in your life can be your dad or would they be a father figure is it different between the dad and the father figure so i've had had a dad and a father figure because i had somebody who was my cousin who played the role of a dad okay well i feel like i think there's a difference you think it's a difference yeah father figures is a little bit more distant but still there for you uh (laughs) well dad is is pretty much um, there's some there's some biological thing there for a dad. I think it's a little closer, and then I think father figure is a little bit like, listen, I could be a father figure for Corey's son, but I wouldn't be his dad. Like, you know so I could be a father figure for somebody else, but I can't be their dad. If you get what I'm saying, mm-hmm. Corey's dying. <laughs> She'll be back shortly. She needs to catch so, up. That was not good. 
you did what the roles and responsibilities of a dad are? No, we can wait from that from this question until Miss Corey just comes back because I want to talk more about what the good qualities of a dad is. Ooh, um, talk about it. I really feel like um, the good dads out here, y'all don't get enough praise. I definitely want to make sure that we do on this episode because every dad's not a bad dad. Every father's not a bad dad. There are fathers out here who are being dads. But because mm-hmm. of the stigma, <laughs> stigma mm-hmm. that comes along with the word father, automatically when you have a conversation about fathers, we talk about deadbeats. Niggas who ain't there, niggas who had kids and don't take care of them. Niggas don't never do this and niggas don't ever do that. But I don't think people take the time out to give the attention to the ones who really are. And they out there. Y'all taking care of y'all kids. They are present. All the way around the board, financially supportive, emotionally supportive. You're taking the kids here, taking the kids there, even though you're not with the mother. So I just want to take a moment to say shout outs to y'all. Happy Father's Day. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope you got good gifts. You all right? Um, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to be a father figure. to that there's a little bit more you know what i'm saying like i could be your your role model without being affectionate like I feel right. like there's more affection right. that is affection i think comes into playing with yeah. um <clears throat> a dad so um what's the difference between father and dad i think that i answered that we all answered that we all answered that okay what's the role and responsibilities of a dad mm. mason i think that there's like we, we've been saying, we, we've been outlining all the things that fathers should be doing and, and are supposed to be doing. I think that there's a responsibility to put your child's needs first, um, as all parents should. But um, I think as a dad, uh, it's a different kind of love. I think there's there's a different kind of, you know connection that you would have with your child if you're a dad and i think there's a different kind of connection you'd have with your child if you're a mom and i think both connections are important Mm -hmm. um so i think that it's your responsibility to give your child what they need whether it's you know showing up to a baseball game football game if they don't play sports sometimes it's playing pain pain you know or actually playing that role of just being there to support them and whatever they're interested in so i think all those things make up the responsibility of a dad (coughs) Lizzie, what do you feel like the responsibility or roles of a dad? To basically be the other parent. Like, I feel like when it comes to being a mother, a mother loves their child differently. We raise our child differently. We teach them things that only a mother can teach, just like there's things that only a father can teach. So your role is to teach your child what you're supposed to teach them. Uh Right? Be the dad. I can try to teach them. But there's things, especially like when it comes to having a son. When it comes to having a son, 
you can teach him how to be a man. I feel like a mom can teach him how to be a man, but a mom can't teach him how to be a man like a man can teach him how to be a man. And the same thing when it comes to a daughter. When it comes to your daughter, you're supposed to teach her as a father how she should be loved by a man. Mm -hmm. I think that's the role of a dad in the daughter's life is to show her how she should be appreciated and treated by a man. I read a great quote and it said that um, it's specifically talking about daughters and it said that a daughter's first love is her father. Her first teacher is her mother. Mm-hmm. And I, I totally agree with that. I think that I love is, is, is your is your father. And I think that it, it applies to boys too a little bit differently, but it, it's the same thing. But I think that Well, I think his first love, for boys is opposite. His first love his is his mom. And then yeah, his, his first teacher is his dad. I do. Makes and Look at that. Like not really the big bag, but to kind of like counteract what No, no, we gonna highlight that. Gunshot that. Gunshot that. Gunshot it. Gunshot it. Um, but for me, Lizzie, you don't have a son. I don't. So I'm going to say that I used to think that a woman could teach a man to be uh. a, a man. But me having a son and this being like a personal thing, I don't think that I could successfully teach him how to be a man without a man or a male figure present. Does that make sense? It's just different. A woman can't really ever teach a man. It's only her perception of a man. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Because I'm not a man. I can't physically teach you. I don't have any type of like male anything, attributes or anything to to kind of put that forth. So I don't, I disagree with a woman to teach a man how to be a man. Mm-hmm. Nope. So you, uh, 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 a father figure or role or what does it mean to be a dad? It's to just play your fucking role in your position. You know what you signed up for. You know what you got yourself into. Play your fucking role. Period. You know that I can't can't I can't can't jump back a little bit and jump forward. I can't can't eat love. So we need so we a kid a kid cannot eat love. So you can love your kid. You have the dads out there to say, Oh, I love my kid, but they don't provide financially. No. Your kid cannot eat love. You need to pro- provide finances for your kid to eat or to have clothes on their back or to have shelter. So those are the things, right? But physical presence is absolutely necessary most of the time. Or you leave someone else to pick up your slack. And what? I'm going to let you talk it out because I was... I, I'm not sure. He wanted to say something, which was just. Oh, well, go ahead. I never. No, talk it out. Talk it out. I forgot now. A kid can't eat love. <laughs> a, a kid can't eat love. You're saying he needs to provide financially. Yeah. Absolutely. And being physically present is also important, but not necessary. You said. No. I said it's, 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 it's important. It's important. I never said it wasn't necessary. It's necessary and it's important. It's necessary and it's important. Please do not misunderstand me. It's important for a dad to be present because there's a reason why it was created and designed to be that way. For there to be a woman created and a male created. They both bring two different things to the table. And they're both valuable. Go ahead, Mason. I don't know what you're trying to say. 
<laughs> I, I, I wasn't talking. I couldn't try to say anything. Now, what I, what I was going to say is, I think a lot of what we, when we think, how do I put this? You know what? I'm going to just say it. I think a lot of the bad father stereotype and stigmas geared towards black men. And I'm trying Ooh. to think when we think about bad fathers, do we think about all races? Do we think about everything? Or do we think about black men when we think about it? Um, and I know this is kind of a biased environment because everybody here is black, but I'm about to get there. Yeah, and we think about black fathers as not providing or not being there. You think about black fathers, but I feel like it's fucked up because black fathers was never put in a position where they were supposed to win. Black families as a whole, and the whole dynamic of a black family was never put in a position where it was supposed to be anything less than like great. Like it, it wasn't in a position where it was supposed to be greatness. It was supposed mm-hmm. to be everything less than greatness. I mean, mm-hmm. but um, that's a deep. That's a deep conversation. And, um, and when does that change? It changes when the when the person becomes aware of of what they're doing, the effect of what they're doing and how it affects their 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 future generations. That's like general curses, a generational generational curses. Do we drink do we think that we contribute to that? Yes, of course we contribute mm-hmm. to that. Especially these black fathers that fall underneath those uh categories. You mean Everybody black people as a whole or us as black women, black mothers? What are you saying? Before I say everybody that, everybody contributes to it, all the way around the board. What do you say? That's the que- that's the question. That my question is, I'm not saying anything. I'm asking because I don't know. I say I, I'm saying, who contributes to the the stereotype or the the narrative that black <clears throat> men are not good fathers? Everybody. Everybody? What is it? Is the media? Is it like the media definitely portrays black men and not be great fathers because they highlight the ones that are not great fathers. It's black mothers. They don't. It's everybody. It's not just black mothers. It's everybody because you have some men out here that are black who have kids by white women who will acknowledge if that black man is not doing a hundred percent, but he's doing eighty five. But because it's not a hundred, it's a problem. So Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I think that I don't know. You do you have a personal experience in that problem? A personal experience of what? Like where you know I don't know a lot of white people. So let's start. There. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. No, I know, I know, I know white people and the and the, the actual thought process isn't it's not the same. Thing that, it's not the same. And I think yeah. that a lot of it has to do with your you're defeated before you even start. Right. So the expectation is that this person's not gonna be a good father. It's like, but you slept with him, you did all this stuff with him, and you're not even gonna give him a chance to be a good father. And that's and that's 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 the crossroads of of all the narratives that we paint. Um, what do you think? I'll give you I'll give you an example of a little thing that that goes a long way. So uh, here's a popular thing. A popular thing is on Father's Day for um, a woman to go on social media and be like, "I want to wish myself a happy Father's Day because I'm I'm my child's mother." I'm a child's father and all that stuff. And I'm going to tell you how toxic and poisonous that is because you're putting that energy and you're putting that out there. I, Go ahead, Lizzie. 
a couple years ago, I stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. I have definitely been guilty of that. Like, fuck these dads. I'm a dad too. Fuck it. Happy Father's Day to me. But I'm not a dad. So I acknowledge that a couple years ago that that was ignorant of me. And I stopped doing it. I'm proud of and you. I feel, and I feel like you don't see Becky doing that. Regardless of if Becky's with John or not. I'm making these names up. If Becky's with John or not. I think culturally we do that a little bit more. I think culturally we 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 perpetuate those stereotypes and we we help those stereotypes to live on instead of killing them. It's so it's it's not hard to not say nothing. I ain't saying you should go online and 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 praise and be like, you know, you know, shout out to my baby father, blah blah I just blah. Don't blah. Say that. Do anything. I don't even celebrate. I'd rather you, and I think that that's fine for you. If you don't have something, like your mama you can't said it's like that. Don't see nothing at all, and I don't be having a lot of nice on Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out here. Period. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Nobody's baby daddy. Not doing it. That's. I think that's fine, but I think that the most. The most prevalent thing that happens is people go online, mostly black women. I ain't gonna hold you. Mm-hmm. And you can tell me if I'm wrong. Mostly black women no. will go online and be like, happy Father's Day to me because blah, blah, blah. And, and if you go back to Mother's Day, you don't see single fathers because they're single fathers. Yes. Wow. We don't see big single fathers. Big shout, out, big shout out to single fathers. There's a movie big that's out now by the time this, is, this drops. Kevin Hart does a whole movie that is, it's absolutely crazy i saw a little bit of the pre-screening but that Shout out to is, Nashville, they're, they're definitely not celebrated enough and they definitely don't come on our holiday talking about they the mom and the dad i definitely want to tell they know dad out here telling nobody they the mom and the dad i'm the mom i'm the dad like how crazy would that be? We, we, need to, we need to normalize we need to normalize letting good dads be good dads and celebrating good dads and celebrating good not dads. highlighting bad dads yeah. It's not their day. It's not bad dad's day. Like, it's not bad dad's day. It's, it's not, not their day. It's not. It's not. So every time we do Hashimab episodes, I always have conversations at work. So we did, I definitely had a conversation at work today. And something came to my attention. And they said they wanted me to say this on the episode. So talking about single dads, I said something about the fact that single dads don't get the credit that they deserve. And one of my coworkers, I will not say her name, she says single dads are not really single dads because they have a support system. If it's their mother, their sister, their aunt, there's a woman in their life helping them raise that child. When it comes to the mom, else. she's raising the motherfucker by herself. She don't have the support system. It's her and her whole team alone. That's not true. But I'm telling single you, single moms have a lot more benefits than it looks. Cr- okay, well, let me address whoever said the comment. If they said they wanted to say. to say, yeah, so heard it. Yeah. That was fine. Now we're gonna say that that's not true. Single moms have a lot of stuff. They got WIC. They got welfare. They got food stamps. They got uh, just financial child support. They got motherfucking. It sounds like finances, though. It doesn't matter. Her point was not finances. Her, her point was physically taking care of a oh, child. So. Being a single parent is physically taking care of a child. Not just financially supporting them, physically taking care of the child, getting up with that child day in and day out, being a parent. So, so somebody else's mom is getting up day in, day out with their kids. A single dad taking on a kid. No, it's the same thing that the single mom got. If it's the, if, if if you choosing to be a parent, you're a parent all the way around the board, or like that's just it. It ain't no just because you're a single dad, you got your mom. There's some single dads out here who choose to be dads who ain't got no mom. Just the same way some bitches out here who ain't got no mom, ain't no got no dad or no mom or no support. 
So at the end of the day, it's just all, everybody got their own situation. I'm not going to discredit single dads to say, oh, they have a whole support system. I think that that's, that's absolutely true. Right. So I don't know who said that. I don't know who you know. That might be their situation. But if we take a poll, there's some single dads getting up, brushing the daughter's hair, getting them ready for school, taking on the sports. Got to ponytail looks crazy, but it is what it ponytail is. Ponytail looks crazy. Got to teach them about their tags and their administration. Got to do all of those things. Got to teach them about boys. They gotta, they gotta be the the woman figure in their life. They gotta be a man, and now they gotta transfer over that energy and be a woman figure when it's necessary. No, I disagree. Did you agree? I'm just sure. Or did it shed light? And you say, what do they do got? They do got it. It's at work. I, I, I didn't say now, that. Now, do they got a couple of bitches that's willing to help? Absolutely. They got a couple of bitches that's willing to help. There's somebody willing to help. So I told you my story, right? And I told you about me taking... Was that this episode or last episode? That's this episode. I told you my story about um, a stranger helping me to comb my daughter's hair. It's like, I don't, I didn't always have somebody around. My mother doesn't live near me. Like, so I didn't have somebody readily available. I don't have that type of support system. So me, for instance, I was doing it by myself. Uh I was getting up, you know, and, you know, shout out to my kid's mom. She was doing her part as well. Like it worked. It was a partnership or whatever the case may be. You put the kids first. But I didn't have any of that stuff. Like, there wasn't somebody, you know, coddling me. There wasn't, my mother wasn't there to do, you know, to watch the kid while I run out. And and that's also true on both sides. But my question to that person is, when she says that and she makes that statement, what color is she envisioning that man to be? Don't know. No, just ask her next time you see her, what color do you envision that man to be? Yeah. Just what does she envision that man to be? Ask her that we said, tell her. <laughs> we get mad serious in this episode, but we only on but like who can get your image of what a great dad looks like? Your own father. Who depicts your image? Your um, father, your relatives, the male figures in your life as a child. Y'all want to hear some real crazy shit? What? The child would never guess about me. So if this ever comes up on the show, we already know the answer. Who depicted my image of what a great dad looked like? Little Bill House. Cosby. Not Bill Cosby. He was a villain at the end of the day. <laughs> Damn, that, was, that was in the last like five years. <laughs> no, Bill, that, Cosby, Bill Cosby was the man. No, he was the man. He was definitely everybody's favorite dad. Um, I like I like Uncle Phil honestly, but um, that's my man. Too. That's my man. I like Uncle Phil. He was like what I imagine if I had a dad would look like. Um, but Little House on the Prairie. Okay. I know. Shocking. Tell me I know. more. What? Tell me more, because I'm gonna dig into that one a little bit. Um, I just felt like in in my younger years and 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 just from my childhood, I'm not really growing up with a dad. Like I had a god dad. So he was my father figure, and then of course my brother, and I had an uncle, <clears throat> and then I had a grandfather. So those were my male figures directly uh, linked to me, but <clears throat> they're all distant. So they all were like father figures, but not really like my dad's. So the the man on the TV was raising me, and I was like, oh my god, these fucking white people like 
they're so fucking awesome. Like, look at these little girls. They're running around here. They're like all happy and shit. Their dad is like loving on them and he's there and whatever else is happening in the show. From what I could understand as a kid, it just looked like I wanted that. But I didn't have that. So I didn't see that. So that was what. There's the- a book called The Black Man's Guide to Understanding a Black Woman. Uh-huh. And in the very first, like, I just started reading it. It's, like, on the other side. But the very first chapter talks about how black girls specifically see things and images on TV and how they internalize it and how they take that image and they bring it to themselves. And that kind of follows them throughout because that's an early impact on them. Especially when there's no male figure in the house, they take that image and they... They bring that on and they take that on to other parts of their lives. Does it negatively impact them or does it? Positively and negatively. It, 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 the negative part is it, it sets a, a standard and, and you're looking for a particular type to fill a particular role. Okay. And that, and that role sometimes and that type sometimes you see as this white man, like you see authority figures as white men. Yeah, that's fucked up. Now, yeah. so now, never. yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, <laughs> you, but I'm just saying in general, it, it just talks about that, and it talks about how that that's that's how you feel. Make sure you send me that book so I can definitely order oh, it. Let me, let me go get it from the other side. Right. No, 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 don't go get it. Don't go get it. Yeah. Are you going to get it on the show? Oh, okay. Well, Mason loves the show. His first time ever leaving the job. Yeah. So what? Yeah. So what? Do you, who? Uh, encourage your image of like what a great dad looks like. It's just seeing fathers as a child. Like you grew up just seeing dads everywhere. It was dads raining. It was raining dads, 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 dads around you. Dads. Then I had you know my stepdad or whatever, and um, probably watch TV, seeing the different types of dads. It just makes you like thinking your brain like what a dad is supposed to look like, right? So, did you feel like you had a dad? When you looked at TV, did you feel like you had a dad? When I looked at TV, I felt like I had a dad. Did you? At some point, yes. Oh, wow. That's why you looked at me like that. Because like, that was never, like, that, that was not a situation or what I believed my whole childhood. Okay. But at some point in time, from looking at what the world depicts of a dad and... The dads that I was surrounded by at some point in my childhood, I felt like I had a dad. Okay. Mason, what about uh, being a man and your who who depicted your uh image of what a dad looked like? Uh so I had different role models because my I didn't have a dad, but um I had a lot of father figures. And people that were invested into me and poured into me and you know things from you know cousins and uncles and things of that nature they weren't there on a day-to-day basis but they were there for me when i needed them and i could reach out to them so that was some of my depiction some of it did come from you know what i saw on tv and some of it came from what i saw from my friends relationships and stuff mm-hmm. like that as well um i don't think i ever had a black male teacher which is a whole different thing, but so that was never. I think it was cool. <laughs> huh? You didn't have a black male teacher. So I'm gonna run through. <laughs> this is funny. Um, my entire life, like I didn't go to school in my neighborhood. Like I 
was a part of programs and some of it was like being bused to different communities and stuff like that. So the majority of people that I went to school with were white. So growing up, I'm talking about from like first grade on, not even like. That's right. So my entire like upbringing was not around a bunch of black people. So it was very, very diverse and stuff like that. So, but there's two parts of that because, you know, you encounter prejudice early. You encounter and, and, and go through those experiences at an earlier age and you encounter like subtle like prejudice and you encounter like overt prejudice and covert okay. prejudice. So it's little things like, oh, you're not like them. Like, like, who? what do you mean? Right. So did you go up here and like, oh, you're not like those black people who don't take care no, of them. No one would ever say those black people. They'd be like, you're not like them. They'd be like, oh, you're not, you're not like them. Like, what the fuck do you mean? That, that's some covert prejudice. Just so you know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. We learn something new every day. So can dads parent equally outside of the home? Do you believe that dads can parent their kids outside of the home? I definitely believe. Uh, it's an amazing question. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Lizzie's ready, though. Lizzie was I like, yo, I definitely. No, I, th I think that effectively, 100% probably not. But I think you can definitely still parent outside. But I think 100% not. Because there's always, there's always moments where you know, you're not, you're not physically there to enforce rules or regulations or whatever the case may be, things like that, where that may be the role of a father to, to give that perspective and that point of view and approach things from that authoritative level. And if you're mm -hmm. not there, you're not there. Like All I right. said, my, my, like when I said that, um, my daughter's mother will call me and be like, speak to your daughter. I'm not there. So or about the fact that you and I discussed the fact that you can actually go over to your kid's house. Yeah. Like, and like hang out with them. Everybody can't do that. I realized that when I spoke to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah, not really. Like, not at all. Like, no, that's completely not Um, But some people can, obviously. Like, there's people out there that are probably like you and like how you're your child's mom and you have it set up where you, you can, you guys are comfortable enough to allow you to come in. She has whoever she has. And, she has her life and yeah. Hey, and it has nothing to do with you coming in to check your kids that you guys have in common. Like, yo, I don't care what you got going over here. I'm going over here because this is what I got going over here. Yeah. And and the best part about the business is minding your, minding your own. Right, Find the business that pays you. I think that um, I think dads can parent equally out on um from the outside, and I say that to say like, if you're on the outside, there's no reason why you're not involved with your kids' schooling. Like, you should know who you're. You should have a relationship. We talked about that. Having relationships with teachers, and them um, keeping you on game. Just because you live in Buffalo and your kid lives in California, doesn't mean that you don't know who the teachers are. Tell, cell phones, text messaging, is FaceTime. It, FaceTime. We're in the land of Zoom. Oh, we're in the land of Zoom. So you can definitely be actively involved in your child's life, no matter where they are, at any given time, any moment. Um, also, 
being able to come to their games, like sports or like whatever activities, Zoom. They, we are in the land of technology, so there's absolutely no excuses. So um, I don't want to hear the excuses about dads not being able to parent because they're not in the home. Does uh, make sense? I agree that you can be an equal parent, but I think you can be an equal parent depending on who you're co-parenting with. I think that that's, that's a big deal. At the end of the day, that's we, 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 we these things. But whoever you co-parent with, depending on who you had a child with, will determine what you're able to do, mm-hmm. how you're able to be present, how you're able to, are you even able to go to these games? Do you know that these games exist? Do you know what school your kids go to? Like, there are situations mm. where you don't know where your kids go to school at. You don't even know what, you know, what, what they learned today. You can try to get that type of information. There's no access. There are some parents who are co-parenting that don't allow access to their kids. Mm. So no, you can't talk to your kids today. So you don't know what she did or he did today because mm. I don't allow you to talk to them. So now I'm gonna allow you to have access to my child, but you wanna be a parent. So you can be an equal parent. Let me correct myself. You can be an equal father outside of the home if the parent, the mother allows you to be. Ooh, okay, you dropped her mic. Drop the mic. Okay. So how society's views on African-American fathers in today compared to 30 years ago. So earlier you brought up, you know, basically um, the whole depiction of African-American dads and what that looks like and Uh whatever. What do you, what do you think has changed between now and 30 years ago? 30 years ago is not enough time for, for, 30 years ago, let's say 60. Have you, if you, you gotta go, well, 30 years ago, you think 30 years ago was what? We in the 80s, 90s? Mm-hmm. So 30 years ago, we in the 90s, 80s. 80s was like Reaganomics. So during that time, there was a heavy push on drugs and um, just incarceration and stuff like that. So that, that wouldn't have been a time that was our best times. Um, I would say that there was a high amount of black men going to jail at that time. There was a lot of, um, there was a lot of effort put in towards like incarcerating black men at that time. So I don't think that that was like a great time for us as far as fathers either. Cause we lost. But that might've been a part. So that was like our second hit of like slavery during the times mm-hmm. where we were like hit when, with um, incarceration. Cause both our men and our women were both going to jail. So that... Men way more than women. Way more men. Yes, but both men and women. But way more men. Don't deflect. Don't deflect. (laughs) We're talking about men right now. Let's let's leave it at men. We talk about women when we talk about women, but right now we talk about men. So a bunch of men went to jail. So a bunch of men went to jail and those definitely tore apart our families and Mm -hmm. how they were structured. Mm -hmm. And 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 what a man and, and, and taught our men what uh, a man looked like. So now we have generations and generations of men who are broken. Who are broken? Mm-hmm. A man can and, be- and it's not just men. I'm gonna, I'm gonna add to it now. I'm gonna bring oh, women. Okay. Lots of kids were broken. Kids. Okay, let's change it. A lot it. of kids yeah. were broken, and I think a lot kids of home, influence. Kids were broken from homes being broken and grew up in broken homes who then produced a parent 
who didn't know how to be something they didn't have. Yeah, how can I teach? How can I be a, how can I be a great a dad if I never had a dad? How can I um, just be a man without having a man? But I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot the black woman's bill at that point in time because it's it's adaptation. So when you think about it, it's like um, we're we're as a culture are great at adapting. There's two things that black people are great at: forgiving and adapting. Hmm. We are super forgiving. Ooh, they'll, burn, they'll, burn, they'll burn our churches down and we'll forgive them. They'll put us in chains and shackles and we'll forgive them. So we, we are really good at forgiving. So that's the first thing. And adapting is the second thing. We will we'll adapt. We'll, we'll make ourselves and fit into a society that wasn't originally made for us. We'll fit into a situation that wasn't originally created for us. No fault of anybody own, but that's what we, we have to do to survive. So to get to that next level, we do what we have to do. So whether it's, you know, taking chances on our lives and, and, and selling crack or selling Coke or selling whatever illegal substance, which isn't unique to us as a, as a community, because like I told you in past episodes, when you look at, you know, the Kennedys, like they made their money from bootlegging. The same thing when you bring it down, like it's drugs, bootlegging, whatever the case may be. It's one illegal substance versus another legal substance. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you look at weed right now, like weed's about to be legalized and taxed and everything. It, 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 it took the same path as alcohol did. Right. But it's a lot slower. Right. But now, but now that and now so that many certain, more people have went to jail behind it and served time and years and, and gears and have have probably broken families and now they're about to make it legal yep. because they wanted to be cut in on the dollar. Well, write that down. Get that. <laughs> but to answer your question, uh, 30 years ago, I think we hit a we hit a roadblock in time. And I think that things totally changed for the worse at points. I think right now things are getting better. I think we're not highlighting the better that it's getting. But I think there's a lot more men making that effort to to be there in their children's lives, especially black men um and i think i think that that narrative is slowly changing not changing fast enough and i think that we just need to make an effort to change that narrative right um so i think 30 years ago obviously the type of well no we said we're gonna go deeper than 30 years ago because i'm only about 31 years old and i'm pretty sure my dad is not who they they talking about so they're talking about the people <laughs> they're talking about the people um two generations back so we're gonna give the 1950s and the 1940s Martin, Man, don't let me go into the 60s. Maybe the 70s. The 70s was good. 70, maybe 75 to 79 was good. Because if you look oh, at the 60s, no. that's the we we was marching in the 60s. We was marching in the 60s, and Martin Luther King was definitely out here sticking with them white women. But we ain't talking about that today. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> so um Martin. He was sticking with the white women. Okay. There was, so a, ton of, there was so, a ton of white men sleeping with black women. So, I mean. There was a ton. He was rightfully so. And rightfully so. I right? think Jefferson impregnated his slave. So, I mean. Wow. I would love to be a part of that stop. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I 
just joking, guys. But uh, that type of man is—I feel like it's, he's a little gone. They're coming back though. I will say that this new generation is more likely to marry, and I—I I, like as a whole. The, the the more like the upcoming generation are are more likely to marry okay. than the past three generations. Yeah, that's I don't got statistics on this yet, but I will. And the 1950s, 60s men, um, they're not like they're far and few. So the reason why we have our view today is because we have forgotten you. You guys are far few. We have forgotten you. <laughs> we need you guys. Rhymes, bars. <laughs> um, do you believe in child support for a physically active dad? And this is my question. And I know, I know of someone who had the dad in the house and still had them actively on child support. Now, what could be the reason for this? Because we want to be fair, right? We want to be fair. And whatever law says that you should do, you should do. And you can still be active in your kid's life because whether you pay this amount or not, this is what I feel like the law says, and I'm okay with this. Whatever you do is extra, and that's on you. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with putting the dad that's in the house on child support. Do I necessarily like? Would I personally, would you personally put? Yeah, I did. Put your, what? I did. He was on child support and I lived in the same house. But was he active? Active as far as what, like physically there? No, bitch. No. Y'all could be active in the same house. As far as what? Like, who are we actively, talking about? We're talking about the same person that we share, unfortunately. Oh, well, that's a different type of situation. He was active because he was physically there. Y'all lived in the same house. He was but physically there when he was a on child situation. Yeah, but it's like, a difference if you're physically there and you're active each day, day in, day out. Was he picking up from school? No, he wasn't picking up from school. You need to be on child support. Was he providing meals? No, he was not providing meals. You need to be on child support. Was <laughs> he taking her to doctor's appointments? No, he was not taking her You need to be on child support. <laughs> um... What uh, was he spending quality time? You know, spending quality time. Oh, because love pays the bills. According to that person, it does. <laughs> <laughs> no. Tuesday, only Tuesday. Child support pays the bills. It does not. Let me tell you something about child support. Child support. Oh God. Is can be useful to people. And there, there's, there's, there's definitely people that should be on it, including mothers. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. I'm gonna hold my point in order to 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 hear more about that. <laughs> mothers should be on child support. When we think of child support, we automatically think, think of fathers. fathers. No, whoever support. is the active parent should be on child support. But the sad part about it is that the courts are not set up that way. Do you know? How hard it is to get child support from a mom? Is it hard? Yes, impossible almost. I know people impossible. who have their child's mother currently on child support, and it took them years to get on child support. But hard. you take a man to court, you get the check next month. 
Ain't no questions. I don't care about your income. I don't care what bills you have. Don't care about your expenses. Don't care about how we got here. You're the dad. You're paying. Here's how I see it. And I tell you about child support. And I think that child support can negatively impact your situation. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you how, especially if you have... One, for the man, like that, that can mess you up in several different ways. When, for instance, I got my real estate license. For me to get my real estate license, like one of the questions they ask you is, are you on current, are you currently on child support or are you currently paying child support? It's a question that comes up when you need any type of license to open businesses and things like that. It pops up on there. If you are, they tend not to give you license and you tend to, it, it becomes a harder process for you to get licensed to do certain things. So that's an example of how child support can negatively impact you. So now if I'm on child support and I'm trying to get my real estate license, which will overall impact the betterment of my family, I can't do that. So you kind of mess me up on that. When it comes to paying taxes and all that stuff, it kind of messes you up on that too. So overall, you don't care because you're getting the benefit of it, but it kind of messes up that other person. So for me, I think that child support can negatively impact your situation. Now, I become bitter at you because I'm already doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and you went and you made the effort to put me on child support. Now, I'm going to feel bitter towards you, and that causes friction. And now it's like I could give you more than what you're getting because technically nine times out of ten, child support, depending on the man and depending on what he's making, may not be anything crazy. All right. And if he moves up in his world and he gets a better job and better situation, he ain't paying shit. And he's going to be like, it becomes where there's animosity and it builds animosity and brings fiction. And it puts a wedge between you, especially if you have two people that may want to work it out. That becomes a wedge. Now, if he's not doing nothing and he's just like totally abandoning you, denying the child. Of course, I think that you should you should do what you have to do to take care of your child. But if you're doing it out of spite, out of, oh, he's not picking him up. Oh, he didn't take him to a doctor's appointment. Oh, I'm going to put you on child support. That's the same thing, the same toxic behavior that will eventually trickle down to your child. Now your first thought is you're negatively affecting him because I'm forcing him to do this. And then like if he picks up his child now because you take half of his money and he don't got nowhere to live, where he's going to take his child. So now he can't pick up his child. Like there's, there's always domino effects to it. You got to think about all those situations with the person that you're in. So sometimes child support isn't probably the best thing you could do, especially if somebody wants to be there and they're trying to make things work and they're trying to bust a move. No, I think child support should be a last resort. Put him on child support. I think it should be a last resort. First child support, like like put him on child support. You won't have no discrepancies. Let me tell you something. The moment that you get me pregnant, I'm putting you on child support. You know what? <laughs> I, I'm learning yeah. my, my experiences. <laughs> and all that sounds nice. Bring that baggage. Let me know. Come on. Nathan, all that what you said sounds oh. really nice. But let me tell you, my Open friend told me says, triggered. <laughs> put him on child support. Let's do it out the gate. As soon as the baby's born from the day we're released from the hospital, I want you to drive me to the child support office. You know why? Because we're going to put you on right here, right now. We're going to be able to establish 
this understanding because I don't want this to be an issue in the future. Yes, I believe that you have the potential to be a great dad, but you know what? I want you to pay me what it says to pay me and the baby, and we can just figure it out from there. Whatever else you want to do, we can compromise, we can meet, we can greet, we can do whatever you want to do, but let's just have this established, this foundation right here. Let's call it a savings fund, a trust fund. Let's call it that. Whatever you need it to be called to make you sleep better at night, let's do it. But it's established here from the gate, fresh out the box. Hot out and ready. Out the box, hot and ready. Child support. Child support. <laughs> I think child support should be a last resort. Only because I feel like, let's see, I got like mixed feelings. Mm -hmm. I'm that, baby that, got, that baby got needs and shit fresh out the pussy. As soon as that shit comes out crying, it got needs. Right. So, so let's talk about it. Let me dig into that situation. So here's here's a scenario. If that's the case, just give me my child, and then we will we'll go from there, and you can start paying me child support. She will. <laughs> All right, cool. Like that. That would be. That would, you know what it is for a person like that? I feel like if you if you if you approach me like that, if you approach me with aggression, then like my first. Thing is, <laughs> we, the baby's born. Bring me to child support office. You're gonna know before we get pregnant. It's not a secret. This yeah. is not like oh, I, don't, I, I don't care when I know. No, like, I don't care when I know. I feel I I feel like you you if child support is what is on your mind, no. I'll take care of my kid. Thank you very much for having him or her. We'll see you her birthday's in a year from today. Um holla at me and you can start paying me because you're not the person that I want to build anything with because we can't. We, we this is a business to you. My child is never a business. It's the business, if the business, the it's business is me paying you. That's a transaction. That's a business. That's a business and a transaction. You know how expensive a kid is. Kids are expensive as shit, and I agree with you about that. But I'd rather do it all than to do it with a partner that's gonna freaking be my downfall. And I think that somebody that's willing to. You think that child support is the downfall? Hell yeah! If you, if you, I think that I think child support to a willing to a willing couple. Actually, huh? The best conversation I ever had in life. It's child support is the best conversation. Child support. Nah. Well, whoever, what, I, I can't speak for your other <laughs> other side of this conversation. You no. can tell me your side. There's always two sides to a conversation. Child support in my personal life has eliminated so many discrepancies and disputes. So it's like... I'm going to help you with that. Give me my kid. See you later. No discrepancies, <laughs> no disputes, no responsibility for you. you. You're good. You come visit. I'll tell you when the... Uh, whatever, when... When first grade graduation is and all that shit. Like, I'd rather do it all by myself at that point. You and the girl want to give? Who wants to give? I'm there. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, no, honestly, it has eliminated a lot of issues and arguments. And it has made the actual involvement with the child in itself as a whole easier. Tell me more. Maybe that's, I, that's just not how I'm programmed. I'm yeah, that's just not how you're programmed. It could be, you know what? This is what is standard. This is what everyone who is making what you're making is supposed to be giving to support your child, right? This is what I'm doing with your child. This is where your money's going. Your child lives a really great life, right? But like, I think I'm trying to sell this to you. I'm not trying to sell this. To you. 
I'm listening. I'm not. Even, I'm trying to hear your point of view. They're in your basket. They're like basketball team, football run, whatever is the case. They live in a really good neighborhood. They don't have to worry about the typical things that you probably had to worry about growing up. They are well supported, right? We do not argue about who's going to pay for these things because your child support is supposed to pay for these things. Mm. And really, your your kid costs way more than what they're giving me for child support because child That's support. That's what I said. Okay, go ahead. Child support in New York is only seventeen percent of whatever the dad makes. God damn it! You knew that off the top of your head. Yeah, yeah I know. So. <laughs> And that's for one kid. That's how it starts out. It starts out one kid, 17% of whatever the dad makes. And then it goes up with each kid that the person has with that with their dad. So I just feel like it's fair. I just feel like it's fair. That's what's fair. Because if I sit here and I make an agreement with you, and then I have to come and talk to you and ask you, and then maybe you may not feel like this is suitable enough. Oh my gosh, I don't think that we should be paying... 1200 bucks for a fucking gymnastic camp for fucking two months. Well, this is the best gymnastic camp in the fucking state. Why don't she got to go to the Ricky thing? Whatever. No, this is where she's going. This is where she's going. I don't want to have to ask you. I don't want to have to deal with you when it comes to certain things. No, let send me the money, whatever we're supposed to be doing. We're doing, hey, we put her in such and such, X, Y, and Z, or him, or whatever. I just don't. I know. No, no, child support out the box. So, so <laughs> you're, very, you're very much about agreements, though. You're you're very I, much about. But I, but I'm that type of person. Like I like to know what's on the table, what's going on. I'm more so about what are we, what's laid out. If it's if it's laid out, then it's then it's, and I agree to this, then it's then that's what it is. I agree. You think a lot of. When I'm a contract type of person. There's, there's a lot of conversations that don't happen when you're you're in the midst of having a kid. But you should. I should. These are the conversations that you should have before you get in the bed with someone. Do you have those conversations? Did you have those conversations? Yes, I did. I definitely didn't. Like you, you, you talked about. Listen, so here's what's gonna happen: <laughs> if we have a child, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do, yes. like y'all talked about that. Yes. At 16, I talked about this. I had my first kid at 16. And the question to me when I was 16 was, damn, my mom has my dad on child support. Would you ever put me on child support? I said, if you don't do what you're supposed to do for your kid. And you know what? Within the first eight months of my kid's life, that dad was on child support. You know why? Because I fucking told you. You thought I was playing. I wasn't. You thought I loved you. I don't love you. I love this fucking baby that I got to take care of day in and fucking day out. And guess what? I don't like the fact that I can't buy my motherfucking new Jordans and I got to buy this motherfucking some Pampers and some milk. I don't like that. So, you know what? You need to come over with this. I could miss out on one, but you're going to miss out on two. <laughs> this is horrible. I, I, I listen. But I was honest. There's always somebody that needs something. In my perspective, like I don't want I don't want the state to mandate how much I'm gonna give my child. I want to make sure that they have everything, the best of everything. And why can't it ever be? Because I've also seen some good dads. Like I've seen moms put good dads on child support out of the whole spite thing. And the dad was actually spending more every month putting out what they was putting out than what the mom was getting in child support. And 
it's so funny how that plays out because then the dad decided, well, damn, this is what the state said I'm supposed to get. So, bitch, I was losing the whole time. So now I don't want to give out more. But why can't you just give out more because that's what you was already doing? Like, why can't you just submit whatever the state was doing and whatever else you God puts on your heart, puts on your heart, and you do? Why is that such point. a good like? Because it heart it comes to a point where the father's better. If I was doing something and I was providing for the yeah. kid, you know, not for you, and you went and put me on child support, okay, bitch, I'm gonna pay this little bit of money they asking for me, and fuck all that extra shit. Take the money I sent you and go do that shit with it. If it ain't enough. Let me make tell you something. Right. Lizzie, Lizzie's absolutely right. Like, if you're trying to have a good relationship with somebody, you don't do something that may seem aggressive towards them. Yes, and the thing so, about so if I'm trying to do my best, if I'm trying to do my best, and you you come out with that, it's like, yo, what the like? So now, 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 this becomes sometimes your best is just not good enough in your eyes. No, yeah, you shouldn't have slept with it, him, and he shouldn't not, be your baby daddy. It's not just me. <laughs> At it's the end of the day, people. the same way they chose to have their kid, you chose them to be the dad. And I'm not saying that to make excuses because it is not okay for you to have a child and not take care of them. But unfortunately, motherfucker, I chose you. So this is what the fuck comes along with the fact that I chose you. But back to the child support thing. The problem that I have with child support is not the fact that motherfuckers don't want to be on that shit. It's the fact that people out here using child support as a weapon. You don't want to use child support because you need the support for your child. You want to use child support because you don't like that man and you want to piss him off and take all he got and knowing damn well he ain't got shit, but oh well, I don't care. He ain't do what I want him to do. So now I'm going to take everything he got. Nine times out of ten, these niggas go out here. They don't really got a good paying job all the time. And with the child they support, even be they're taking all the money they are. <laughs> now they're behind. And now they're in jail. And who don't got no child support? You. Because you decided to use child support as a fucking weapon. Child support is not a weapon. Or you gave that man a whole felony because he did not pay child support. Yes. In some places and countries or states or whatever, that's a felony charge. You ain't paying your you motherfucking go to jail. Kid. You go to jail. Wow. <laughs> I'm not downing the fact that child support needs to no. pay. I'm and not that shit doesn't stop when you don't have a job. That shit keeps exactly. going. Exactly. Yes. It keeps going. Yes. And I'm not downing the fact that some dads need to be on child support. But as women, stop using child support as a weapon. Stop being bitter and being bitter baby mamas and like, oh, this nigga did me dirty. Got me pregnant and left and he over there being happy with the next bitch. I'm going to take all his money. That's not okay. But it's also no location to provide for your child. So it's still a point you side of the fence. Don't think because you ain't together no more that you don't got to financially support your child. I'm going to tell you a couple times. That's me. Everybody ain't me. Everybody ain't me. I ain't gonna keep telling you, motherfucker. So, I should, nobody should have to tell you to take care of a child that you know that you took part in creating. And if right. I'm sitting here and we're constantly having this conversation, guess what? Child support is gonna be the choice. But I am not gonna use child support as a weapon. I'm gonna use it because that's the only resort that I have. I've given you every option to step up to the plate and take care of the child that you created. And you're continuously choosing not to. So now the state's going to make the choice for you. Mm. The state. Nobody the likes state. when the white man got to get into their business, especially as a black man. Exactly. Mm. So now 
that that goes My into a whole was, different thing. I, I wasn't. Even, I'm not even gonna go into that. Yeah, don't go into that. My question to you, Miss Lizzie Baby, is: Can you be a valuable dad while incarcerated? Can I be a valuable dad while incarcerated? Can you? Be can I be valuable dads that are that are incarcerated? Okay. So There's let me listen to that. Yes. So. Oh, go ahead. Say yeah. For those who don't know, my kid's dad is incarcerated. <coughs> He's been incarcerated since my daughter was two months old, and my oldest daughter was seven. And as an incarcerated dad, there is only really but so much you can do because that is the way it is set up. Jail is set up to destroy families, period. Mm. They are not going to make it easy for you to be a father. They're not. They're not going to make it easy for you to be a family, let alone a father. So for five years, I have been co-parenting. I take my kids to the jail. I'm that parent. My daughter was two months when her dad went to jail. She couldn't talk, couldn't walk, couldn't feed herself, nothing. But when she saw her father, she knew who that man was. When he picked her up and held her and kissed her, she knew who that man was. So yes, you can be a valuable dad being incarcerated. Is it going to be easy for you? Hell fucking no. But it all determines and all pans out on the type of mother that's in the situation. The same dad that is incarcerated for my five-year-old currently was also incarcerated for a previous child he had. And it was not the same situation. The first time he held his daughter, she had no clue who he was. She cried, didn't want him, none of that. So it all determines on the whole co-parenting situation. Yes, as a mother dealing with a dad incarcerated, it is a lot more work as a parent because not only are you trying to be present as a mom, you're trying to fill the void as a dad, but it's not impossible. My kid's father calls them every day. They have conversations every day. They have video visits all the time. He knows the teachers. He knows the homework. He writes them homework. He makes them work and sends it home. He makes them cards and send it home. My kids love their dad. and He's been gone for five years. So, yes, incarceration is never an excuse to not be a dad. It's not going to be easy, but you can do it. Why do I know this? Because I watch this man do it every day. You have to have a round of applause. It was it was emotional, but I'm not gonna cry about it. Shout out to me and we were watching this show one day. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Um that just goes to show you that like you can be a dad can be a father no matter what your circumstances it's, it's the mm-hmm. effort you put in It'll, seeing them every day may not be it but the effort that you put in means a lot you like, can be and the effort goes a long way the effort in itself goes far beyond we can see yeah. but being present sometimes is not always all the way around the board and as an incarcerated father you can't be present all the way around the board because they don't allow you to be 
So your best bet is to be as present as you possibly can at the highest capacity that you possibly can. Because if you don't, it's not true that's going to be hurt at the end of the day. It's the kids. And you know what? They need to want to be present. They they need to... Men need to be want to be just as present as... Like, the excuses got to go out the window. Because if a man that's being like incarcerated can be um, present, then there's no reason why a man that's free cannot. Exactly. Like, we don't want to hear that it's too far. Um, I don't got it. I can't. Let me figure it out. Let me figure it out. That's the one right there. Let me see what I can do. This man is in jail figuring it out. He's got to figure it out. That's crazy. And you're free. So, I think that men need to they just need to so learn how to be more <laughs> account accountable. Yeah. Um. Well, thanks, Lizzie. I've also dated. We are triggered in a good way today. <laughs> I am triggered. I mean, the last. I don't want to follow up on that. The last I don't want to follow up on that. The last though was triggering for me because I have two three fathers. The one that's incarcerated and one that's not. So I know what it's like to deal with somebody who's not incarcerated and free and yet still chooses to do as he pleases. But yet the one who's incarcerated is fathering your child as well. <laughs> but we'll let that go and continue to the next question. <laughs> well, but you know what? I feel like you miss out though. Him you do miss as out. A man, as a man, I feel like I'm a better man today because I'm a father. Mm. And you know something, Mason? I can't teach you that. You got to learn that on your own. Yeah, and that's point. where the cookie crumbles. What's the point? She be screaming or she be up. You know young mother. To acknowledge the fact that I cannot tell you mm. how great of a kid this is. You're going to miss out. Uh-huh. That child is going to grow up and realize Oh my God, all my big moments, my mom was there. She was cheering me on. She came to all my games. She was at all my shows. She showed up at all my concerts. When I fucking fell off my bike, she gave me the band-aid. Well, where was my dad? And you know what? I think that that goes into our next question, which is what are the long-term effects that children have Um or that can transpire within children with absent fathers. And those are the long-term effects. The long-term effects is that they grow up and they know that you're not there. Now, me, I'm a different type of mom. We're going to stop all that shit before it even happens. You're not growing up with fucking daddy issues, right? Because I'm going to stop them before they get there. You're seven. And I'm going to tell you as a seven-year-old, why this man is not the type of man that you need to look forward to in your life. Now, can I be seen as bad? No, I see it as protecting my kids. Um, because a lot of parents sugarcoat shit and they're like, oh, I just want you to grow up and you're going to figure this out on your own. No, life is not about letting your kids figure it out on their own. No, that's not you being a parent in my eyes. Me being a parent in my eyes is me preparing you for all the life's battles that I could possibly prepare you for now versus later. So when later comes, you're well prepared and you're able to do what you got to do in that situation. Does that make sense, Mason? I disagree. You disagree, but I want to know, does it make sense? Does it make sense? Yeah. Right. The way you're putting it, it does make sense. 
It makes sense. So I'm gonna give you an I'm gonna give you a scenario. So I know that this man is inconsistent. Your dad is inconsistent. I am personally gonna notice, oh my God, like every time and looking forward to for birthdays or Christmases or or like school talent shows or like coming to parents each night, he's not there. You know what? It's my job as your mom to notice these inconsistencies and address them. I'm gonna address them with him. And you know what? If you can't fix this, then this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna eliminate the ability to be inconsistent in my kids' life because we're not accepting inconsistencies here. You know why? Because that opens the door for my kids to be able to allow inconsistencies in her life in the future. So she wants to meet a man, and when she dates this man, she can't read the signs of a man that wants her versus a man that don't. A man that's inconsistent versus a man that is 100% into her, digging her for who she is. She can't tell the difference. Now this is a woman that has these type of issues in her relationships. Now this carries over into your adult life because dads, whether you know it or not, you can... <laughs> make your daughter go through situations that she never even had to fucking touch. Never had to touch her. By your presence. By your activeness. That's me. You said you agree, you disagree. Yeah, because I think that there's value in showing your child how to love. And I think that there's 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 it's far underrated. I think sometimes we, especially us, because it goes back to where, where I told you that we, we as black people learn to adapt. And that's one of our, our, our biggest talents and skills or whatever <laughs> is that we learn how to adapt. And I think that a lot of times we prepare our children for things they'll never even encounter, too. So it's like I'm, I'm preparing you for war. And now now that's baggage you're going to carry over into your adult life. And you're going to look at everything with a little bit of sarcasm, a little bit of not even sarcasm, but you're going to be skeptical of everything because mm -hmm. of that situation. So you're, you're, you're bringing that baggage in. So while you're trying to do your best and you're doing your best by preparing them in that same sense, you're 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 jading them to life, too. Right. So it, it's a it's a it's a it's a very thin line and there's no right or wrong way. I'm not saying that what you're doing is wrong, but at the same point in time, I'm saying that there's there's a level that she's she's going to be missing by not being taught how to love. The same thing. Oh, no, you're absolutely taught by how to love. You just can't be loving that person. That person not that person is not. Um, that person doesn't need your love. Like that person doesn't love you the way that you should be loved. So you shouldn't love that person the way that you feel like what because they're your dad. And this is definitely something that me and Corey are not the same on. Again, I definitely not going to say I disagree with her because I definitely think that it's important to teach your children what to value from a parent. But the opposite is I allow my daughter to have her own opinion. At some point in time, I used to be like, your daddy ain't shit. You don't got to say that. But you don't have to how, say that. To I'm get telling you from my experience, what I used to do, because mm -hmm. I well, Lizzie, you ain't the only one. Like this, of this course, and I the that's probably the go-to move. I don't say that. That's you. I don't say that. I don't say that. 
from my point of view. You don't see me saying And in my shoes. No, I don't see you saying that. Like, fuck that nigga. He ain't shit. He don't give a fuck about you. That was how I dealt with the situation. And at some point, I felt, let me not even lie. At some point, the person I was dealing with at the time pointed out that that's not how I should deal with the situation. That my daughter should be able to make her own opinion instead of going off of how I feel. I might not feel like he's loving her right, and I might not this, and I might not that. And she got to learn that, though. She got to know what it looks like for somebody to not love her right or treat her right or give her what she needs. Why would I want you to go for that? If I can save you, you from yourself. That's how you parent and how I if, parent is if I can, I'm your parent, and I know that this is toxic, and I can save you from yourself. Because I know the road that it's going to lead you down. Why the fuck do I want you to continue to go down that road? Because at the end of the day, at some point in time, that child is going to become an added age where they're going to still choose to deal with that parent and there will be nothing you can do about it. And you know what? And I can let you deal with them now and grow up and see the type of person you're dealing with. And when you get to the same age, you're going to realize, oh my God. Person really ain't even what or because you've already accepted this in the past and this was okay for you to accept in the past and I showed you that it's okay for you to make your own decisions, you're going to continue to accept this type of behavior in the past. And you know what? It's going to create so certain issues within yourself that you're going to be trying to figure out what's wrong with me. Why do I feel like this about myself? Why do I continue to date this type of man? Why am I finding myself into these situations? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to Stop that. We're going to cut way. the snake at the head. And we're going to do this. I feel like dealing no. with it either way creates so. issues. Either way you deal with the situation, whether you're the parent like Corey or you're the parent like me, it's going to still create an issue within that child. Whether I know for a fact because my mom told me that my dad is not giving me consistency or not, or I acknowledge it on my own, it's still the same shit. The nigga's not consistent. So I'm still going to have daddy issues whether or not you tell me or i acknowledge it on my own time i'm gonna acknowledge it eventually because you show me consistency you show me love every day of my life and at some point in time i'm gonna realize that that man don't give me the energy that my mom does period now as parents we tend to we tend to reach back into our youth and when we was kids and try to help our kids not go through things that we went through so a lot of a lot of a lot of what our parenting style is is a reflection of when the we child were kids. Had. so when you think about it it's like oh i didn't have a dad and this is the road i went on this is what i was thinking this is what whatever the case may be while that may be true your child is a completely different individual and sometimes you are projecting some of that stuff on them because if you're going to tell me to look out for, I don't know, snakes or whatever the case may be. I'm going to be looking out for snakes, but you know what I'm going to find? A snake. A snake. Because I'm looking out for snakes. That's 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 I'm, I'm like that's how the universe works. You're bringing that stuff to you. Yeah, I'm going to know how to handle that. And that, that, that may be the situation that I'm going to be in versus somebody who's not looking out for snakes and they'll go their whole life not getting a snake. So at the end of the day, like parenting style is based on you're trying to do the best for your child based on your experience. So you're going to be doing 
At some point in time, whether I tell you or show you what a snake looks like, you will know what a snake looks like. It's just my just my my way of showing you what the snake looks like, and her way of showing you what the snake looks like. I believe you equip your child with what they need and not what you I agree. Them to have. I so agree. You, you should not you should not teach a child how to survive in a wilderness when they live in a desert. You have to teach. I want to teach you how to. Why, 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 would I, why would I teach you to survive in the jungle? You're in the desert, and you end up in the wilderness. You know what the fuck to do? Because you know why? Let me your tell you something. That 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 is a crazy way to look at it. Because if you live in a desert, <laughs> you're not going to end up in a jungle. So me teaching you jungle skills in the desert is is irrelevant to you. No. So you got to think about that. You got to think about me teaching skills. you a skill. I need you to teach you all skills to teach you how to survive this. That's not surviving. You're not teaching somebody to survive. I'm going to teach you how to survive in the jungle and you live in the desert and see how long you survive. No, you think you're going to survive. I'm going to teach you both. I'm teaching you all of them. You don't know how to teach me how to survive in the desert if you never lived in the desert. That's true. First of all, I watched Man vs. Wild. <laughs> you can't do half that shit. <laughs> you, can, you can watch it all you want and can't do half that shit. My point in saying all that is sometimes we sometimes we te we Thank teach what there. we can we teach Thank what we can and what we have. <laughs> I'm done with you. I know. My that. point is we teach we teach what we know we teach what we know we teach what we we've experienced and sometimes that's not necessary. Like we talk about rappers and things like that who grew up in the hood. They can't teach their kids the same lessons they learned in the hood. Their kids live in suburbia America. Like, that yeah. shit won't survive there. Like, it just right. doesn't work. That's not the way to, to best optimize their environment. So right. you got to think about it, and you got to change and optimize your parenting skills and your conversations to where that child is. Like, my being personal, my, my kid's mother didn't have the same upbringing our kids are having now at all. Wasn't the same. And to bring it even more personally to me, my kids are not having the same upbringing that I had as a, as, as a kid. So uh, me teaching them the things that I had to learn is, is pointless. But me teaching the things that their environment dictates makes more sense. You know what I'm saying? Like financial literacy is something that I had to learn. My kids know financial literacy at an early age. They, talk, they talked about credit at, at 10 years old. They have their own credit cards and they're... they're, they're you know, they're barely hitting teens. So I'm saying, like, I didn't have that experience when I was that age. So me teaching them a skill that, that helped me survive in the hood ain't going to help them with their credit. Okay. So so sometimes you got you to gotta adjust your parenting styles. I know what you've been through, but you got to think about it. Look at your kids. Yeah, because my kids don't live the same life that I grew up living. At all. They probably don't. A completely, listen, these are some different motherfucking type of kids. But that's that's always that's always the goal. The goal is always to have your child have a better yeah, life than you had. Yeah. You, you don't ever want your child to my child should never go through the same struggles I did. Right. So as a mother, do you feel like having an absent father affects you personally as a parent? That's a question. That's not a question. That's a question I'm asking. Okay, because I'm like, bitch, I'm like, that is not number five. Like, bro, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the question I hear was, what are the long term effects that can transpire with a child within a child with an absent father? Okay, that's a long term effect. So we are adults now. So because you said on this episode that you had an absent father, does having an absent father affect you as a parent? 
Me personally, having personally. an absent father, having an absent father, is it? I'll answer that for you too. It affected me not having not having my dad. And my yeah, it affected me. You're a guy. You're there yeah. in life, but you didn't have a dad growing up. So you, of course, naturally, you want to um to be be that role. Be that role. I want to make sure my kids have. What you want to experience meant. that. You want to have. Well, you want them to have what you didn't have. Absolutely. Um, me personally, not having a dad, um, how would it have affected me? Do you mean like would it have? Would it have made? What would it have made me like stay with a person? Have I stayed in relationships thinking like, oh my god, my kids need this dad or whatever? As a parent, like has has not having a father as a child affected your decision making as far as your children are concerned as a parent? Um, I think when it came to my second child, I was more so like, oh my God, like I really want my family to work. Mm -hmm. So did I stay in situations longer than they were supposed to be stayed in based off of a family dynamic, which is something that I probably wouldn't necessarily do um, then prior to or now. Uh, Yeah, I did. I stayed because I wanted a family. I felt like my kids had a dad or I wanted the dad aspect, but he wasn't really what I thought a dad looked like. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm trying to build a dad. I'm out here fucking build a bear, like with a nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to do that. So yeah, that did that happen? Absolutely. Uh, where I am today, I don't know if me not having a dad kind, kind of affects my kid i think me being um emotionally intelligent which is something i speak to speak about a lot on this show is basically what determines whether like basically what uh contributes to me my parents and and how i am with my kids does that make sense mm-hmm. me being emotionally intelligent so me being emotionally intelligent i know the effects that not having a dad can have on you i have friends who did who grew up with it did not have a dad and my me myself I grew up without having a dad and I know what daddy issues look like I know what just that whole lack of looks like so I don't want my kids to grow up that way so do I go above and beyond to make sure I personally can provide everything that they're lacking from their dad yeah I do Cause you ain't lacking shit, dad, mom, in between, whatever the fuck. You ain't you ain't lacking. You're not lacking. I don't I don't hit them with the oh my god I'm a single mom I I'm taking care of you by myself I don't have anybody to help me no. That's not an excuse in my house. I don't make that as an excuse, but I definitely want to be acknowledged that I am a single mom and I am the only one providing for you. So not because I can't do it for you now. But because I want you to understand that with that burden, because being a single parent, single mother, single father, that shit's a burden sometimes. It's a burden. I want you to understand. (laughs) I want you to understand the extent and the amount of work, time, and effort I put into this shit. They never will, honey. They will as adults. I never <coughs> ever appreciated my mother as my mother until I had kids. 
never, never understood nothing she did. There's still things I don't understand, but for the most part, now that I have kids and I have daughters, I understand so much shit differently. And I feel like as an adult, you'll never understand parenting until you're a parent. You can try, but until you have a breathing, living thing that has come from you, your womb or whatever the case may be, you will never understand why, you know, certain things were the way they are or done the way that they were done. Me as a child, I would never want my kids to go through nothing I've dealt with, period, at all. I didn't have a father figure or father in my life, my whole life, but at some point I did have a dad. But at some point, he was no longer that. So I know what it looks like to have a dad and to lose a dad. And as a grown adult, I don't call anybody my dad for real. <laughs> I say for real because I'll be playing sometimes. But you know. Okay. <laughs> so as a woman, as moms, how do you personally deal with absent fathers? And this is for you. Absent fathers as far as my children are concerned or as far as myself is concerned? Both. Um, I am very big on family. Family is very important to me. Um, absent fathers, I think, is a trigger for me. Um, I cannot calmly have a conversation with my child's father about him being absent because I know what it feels like to not have a dad. So because I know what that feeling is, that's not something I want my kid to feel. And if you're alive living ten hands, ten hands, ten fingers ten and ten toes, there's no Even reason. Even if you got nine toes, you can make it There's work. no reason why you should be absent. <laughs> now, I know things happen and you can't be financially present, but you can't tell me that picking up a phone five minutes of your day is going to kill you. To say, hey, baby, I was thinking about you today. That shit goes far. I watched so many of my friends have a dad, like a father, picking them up from school. Dad dances. Never been to a dad dance. I've never been to a dad dance. I've never been to a dad dance. Have you been to a dad dance? Oh, have you been to a dad dance? That's different. The way I've that chaperone you, things, I, I've I've done. I've things. never been to a dad dance. The way that you love. My daughter has never been to a dad dance. My daughter has never been. I don't to know a if I've been to a dad dance, but I've chaperoned everything. You chaperoned? She definitely you had the, the breakfast with the dads. Uh, my oldest definitely did breakfast with Shout the dads. Out to you, her sister's dad, but she's never had that with her own dad. So I just don't respect it. I really don't have respect for a man that has no reason to not be present, but yet chooses to not be present. I don't oh, respect man. you as a man. There's no excuse in my eyes, <laughs> unless you're on your dying bed, that you cannot be a dad. You, <clears throat> you know what, I've noticed, I, I even know people personally who on a dying bed, they were dads. Yeah, but they were dads. Could have best that they could be like, and some women don't even give them enough credit. Like, oh, you ain't shit. I do this and that and a third for my kids. But at the end of the day, that man was giving you everything that he had, and he had nothing. And he was the fucking dad. But nothing is better than nothing. Ooh, this takes me back. But I'm gonna talk to you after that. But um, no, nothing is better than nothing. 
Uh, you're giving me something that's nothing, but it's better than you not giving me nothing. So something is better than nothing? Something. I want to say something. something. I said nothing because you said he was giving you something, but it was nothing. No, he was giving you something, but he had nothing. Yeah, so that's why I said nothing is better than nothing. No, he was left with absolutely nothing. So if he gave you this 23 95 toy car train. That was all he had to his name. And he had this 2395 and he said, you know what? I might not be able to eat for the week, but you know what? I'm going to spend this on my kid and I'm going to give you that. It's a, no it's a little te- cheap train and it's going, it's going fucking fall apart. But you know what? I was thinking about you, son. It's called sacrifice. And that's called sacrifice. And that's the real and thing. Men, that's men, not thing. all men, but a lot of men don't know what it is to sacrifice. And that is something I feel like mothers can relate more to. Sacrifice. But the, but some mothers don't even be able to acknowledge some it for the dad. They don't feel like the dads is not able to have nothing, but they're able to have nothing and they're sacrificing everything. No, I'm bitch. He all. got nothing I'm just like you got so. nothing because you chose nothing as baby dad. And now y'all both got nothing and y'all trying to split that shit between some motherfucking kids. So we getting demonetized, y'all. It all really boils down to fucking knowing and being careful of who the fuck you lay down with, ladies and gentlemen. Be careful who you lay down with, men and women. While dating, oh well, first of all, how do you personally deal with absent baby dads? We ask Lizzie or or baby absent fathers. I don't deal with them at all. Just the same way I don't deal with my dad. While dating, <laughs> what is the value in a stepdad? What's the value in a stepdad? Stepdads are great. I had about, dads. you know, a few good ones. <laughs> nah, it's always a joke. Um, I had a good stepdad from my son, and I have good stepdad, a good stepdad from my children, who I feel like is not even their stepdad. It's their dad now. And that's just what we got. Shout out to the side Oh my God. <laughs> 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 so my kids have an absolute great father figure and a great parental as their dad themselves. And I'm ultimately blessed and grateful because I didn't see it coming. I didn't know where it was coming from. I was like, God, is it you that I'm looking for? Like, you know, and it happened and God bless me and I'm excited. My kids are blessed. We're all happy. Um, my kid has a stepdad. My youngest daughter's dad is my oldest daughter's dad. More than her father is her dad. That man has given my daughter his last like when I say his last, I mean his last. Like he birthed out his own sack. <laughs> so okay, <laughs> I'm so serious. It's, it's, I know it's, you are, but because it's like I'm talking with the sack. It is. <laughs> but I'm serious. Like just the fact that you know when you come into a situation and you date a person, because you know the last episode we talked about kids devaluing women, and I feel like a woman with kids is a valuable woman. But I feel like when you come into a situation and you know that there's children involved, necessarily doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to be the dad because you're coming into the situation. But if you want to build with me and you want to grow with me, that means you want to grow with my kids. 
right? So growing with my kids in all actuality will end up looking like a stepdad situation. Now, we're together for a year or two years and you have absolutely no relationship with my children. And we live in the same household. That's a red flag for me. Why is there no relationship between you and my children? That is a situation and a reality for a lot of people in this world. They were people for years and they have absolutely no relationship with their kids. You don't have to necessarily provide for these kids because sometimes the dads are present. 151 sometimes, on the reel. Sorry, I just need to know. We got a reel. Sometimes <laughs> the dads are present. Sometimes the dads are providing. Wait, you are now a part of this equation. You want to marry me and you want to be with me forever, which now makes you the stepdad. Can you step up to the stepdad plate and be the stepdad? If you can't, then you can't be the husband or the wife or whatever the hell situation you got going But there's some real dads that can be the stepdads. What do you mean? The <laughs> they can't go past the step. <laughs> <laughs> you can be the step dad at the bottom of the step. I mean, can't you come can't in the house. Step my my oldest daughter's daddy ain't even a step dad. That's the curve, dad. Don't come nowhere near the steps. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cross the fence. <laughs> I couldn't imagine it. That's the right step. He says, I can't imagine it. He's a good dad. Oh. Shout out to Mason because Mason is a good dad. Happy Father's Day again. I think a good stepdad is really hard to come by. It Somebody is. that's 100% in tune and with your kids. With your kids. Outside like, of you, a stepdad don't got you. nothing to do with you. Yeah, like you got to find somebody that's like devoted to the situation in itself, the person. They got to develop that relationship with your kids on their own. From the gate. From the gate. And I, I mean, like, I think that this was like the stepdads of all stepdads, like that I was able to be blessed with, because some people had a relationship with my kids before I had a relationship with my kids, and I'm so ever grateful. Like, you know what I mean? Because like, it was like, oh, y'all already had this relationship, like, and it has just grown and bloomed into something great. And like, you the dad, like, they don't even acknowledge their real dad. They've got a dad, dad. That's here every day. So I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout, shout out to, shout out to the step, women that step step dad. dad step, what was the name? Step mom. Step mom. No, we can't look that on your own. I see the meme that says step duds. They're just for the I'm going to say doms. They're dad <laughs> and mom. <laughs> The best, um, I don't know, can't really say, but yeah. Shout out to all y'all. If you stepping up to the place, taking care of a kid that ain't yours. Okay, so how is that role shared with a present or active dad? That has to be established at the end of the day. Like when you're in a, a mature relationship with both your partner and your child's father, yeah, y'all should be able to have a conversation of like, listen, this is my situation. This is who I'm dealing with. This person is a long-term situation. They're gonna eventually build a relationship with the I think child I have that. that I share with you. And I want it to be a not y'all don't gotta be best friends. Y'all don't gotta have drinks. But y'all gonna respect each other. Both of you, my partner and my child's father, are gonna respect each other out of respect for not only me, but for the child that loves the both of you. Right. So Absolutely. now as an adult, you have a conversation with you 
cry, man, whatever your situation is. I love your child like they're my own. So I respect you because you're 50% of the person I love. Mm. And I want to be a part of this child's life. I don't need your blessing, but I will accept it. Mm. Woo! She's on fire. That's your topic. No, I absolutely, I absolutely, oh no, let me think that. For me, for me, I just, I, I think there is value in a stepdad. I think there's there's roles that you can fill that if there's holes. I think that there's there's times when like in my per- personal situation, I'm like I don't want there to be anything that I'm not providing. So there shouldn't be much that you need to do. Of course, if you're there or whatever the case may be and you have a relationship with my kid's mother, you're going to be around. So there should be some mutual understanding and respect for me and for you whatever the case may be. And that's where it kind of ends. Like, you don't really have to do nothing over here because, like, it's all taken care of. So financially, you don't got to provide. Emotionally, you don't got to do anything. So you just have their mother. <laughs> like, that's basically what you do. But there are situations where everyone's not, doesn't view it like me. Like, they don't view the situation like that. And they're not in a situation like that. And there's roles for stepdad to fill. And there's people that are stepping up to the plate and, knocking it out the ballpark like mm-hmm. side panel there there's there's people that are out there doing not just what they're supposed to be doing but 10 times above what they're so. supposed to be doing exactly. so those are the people that we acknowledge on father's day it's not those people that are not I, i'm not acknowledging those people i'm not paying attention to those people i'm only paying attention to the people that are doing what they're supposed to be doing stepping up to the plate doing what they have to do putting the kids first and those are the only people that get acknowledged and let me tell you something about the only people that get acknowledged. This is the first time, and my 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 oldest child has had like a father figure that was in his life consistently for like years. And I think back then I was like, mm, you like you here because you know I don't want to say why they was here. They was here because we was together, <laughs> and because they love the kids. Said it without saying it. Okay. No, like, they, I mean, it was like a package deal at that point in time. I mean, it is still a package deal, and I always think that your kids are a package deal. But this is the first time that I celebrated, like, Father's Day. This mm-hmm. year is the first year that I'm celebrating Father's Day. And it's exactly. Yeah, no, like, oh, this That's is Father's Day weekend. This is your weekend. Ooh. Like I said, stop that too, guys. <laughs> Get her. <laughs> Yo, what are the reasons why men will use to what what reasons men use to subconsciously reasons men use to subconsciously decide to be absent fathers? Hear that? <laughs> I hate my baby mother. Men hate their baby moms. I hate that, and they bitch. feel like by hating their baby mom and not being there for their kid, they're hurting their baby mom. Mm-hmm. No, she's fucking, she's fucking, and she guess can't what? get down. She he don't give a fuck about you. Need the money to take care of the kid. Yeah. So now you're not hurting me. You're hurting the kid. Let's just talk about that. Subconsciously, not, guys, please stop getting out of getting in your head that you are hurting. Your baby mom, but not, not being, being your father. kids, like you are not hurting her. Nobody cares. 
but my kid. <laughs> yeah, the kid is one that's like, I gotta wake up in the middle of the night. Where's my dad? My dad is not answering the phone. I didn't speak to my dad in two weeks. But you know what? If the dad was fucking you, he was he's answering the phone for the kid. I swear to God, he's answering the phone for the kid. I'm answering my phone for my kid regardless. You that's you. Sure good at that. I'm saying of me. I'm just saying. Dad, this. Nathan, you know something? Maybe uh, we need to throw this into three categories. We have fathers who provide the sperm. We have dads that are actually dads, and then we got baby dads. That's only a dad when you screwing them. Ooh. Continue, Mason. <laughs> so she has now added a new category. New category. Mm-hmm. He ain't getting a box. He ain't being a dad. That's a baby dad. Some I'm niggas is only there for the box. Mason, they want the box, not the baby. <laughs> I mean, at first, maybe, but like, to be real, at first, maybe, but I'm just saying, after you have your child, like, I don't know, I can't, I can't. Oh, live in you're a world so like that. that's, that's crazy. There were more men out there in the world that were more like, there's a couple, I'm sure. Like, I can't be, I can't be a unicorn. This has got to be more. You can be at this point, Mason. We're a unicorn. There's got to be more. No, I mean, I'm going to tell you, like, I think I cherish my relationship with my kids, and I cherish, especially because I have daughters. Their their bond is crazy. Like, I'll tell you the story that I told. I told some of my friends. What's funny is that my friend group, I think all of us have daughters, as I'm thinking about it. Yeah, we all have daughters, and that's kind of weird. So I always said, I think I was one of the, I was the first one to have a kid. So I was like... It's the best experience ever. And I think we as fathers need to really tell other men how great of an experience being a father is. Because I had to share a story of, I'll tell you, my, my oldest daughter, we were, she was in like second grade. And it was one of those field trips where you have to go to the zoo or whatever the case may be, and they needed parents to volunteer. So as the teacher's handing out the parent's, you know, the slips or whatever the case may be. My daughter goes, oh, my dad will come. And the teacher looks at her and goes, well, you have to ask your dad first. We're just handing out the slips. She's like, no, put my dad down. He'll come. And sure enough, she came home. She told me about it. I was there. Teacher tells me, she was like, oh, you know what Amaya said? She said that you'll come. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, no, before we even, like, she asked you or whatever, she guaranteed that you would be there. And for me, that that was special because my daughter knew that no matter what, I would be there so she could count on me. And this was, she was in the second grade. Oh, applause, applause. I love, give me a good I tell my, my friends the same story because, <laughs> because, because I feel like it was a scenario where, like, she always knows that she could count on me. Like, no matter what, she could speak for me. If I need to be there, she knows that I'll be there. And before she has to ask, before she has to do anything, she knows that my dad will be there. So, like, that means a lot to me. And I think sharing that story with my friends means things. And I think that that relationship means a lot to me. And like I said, being a dad is very important. And we are better people because we're dads. We're better people because we're parents. Parents as a whole. And I definitely want to So that's why I don't think it brings down your value. I think it adds to your value. I think being a parent adds to your value too, Mason. If you're a shitty parent, I'm going to know not to date you. Oh my 
I feel like being a parent, you have different responsibilities. You're more responsible. You know how to, you're gonna know how to cook. You wanna know why? Because your kids gotta eat. You're gonna know That's how to pay true. the bills. Some people make some nasty Yeah, but they know how to put something together. Whether it's nasty or not, they're gonna put something together. You know how to take care of bills because you have no choice but to take care of bills because you got Some kids. Some parents are still live in their apartments and they got kids. Oh my God. But what? those are the parents that you realize, hmm. Not for me. That ain't not it. for me. Being a parent is more valuable not, than not being a parent. When you don't have no responsibilities and you're free as a bird, there's no telling when you're coming or you're going. If I got kids, you know I got something to lose. I got more structured lifestyle because I have people other than myself that I have to worry about. So that's why I feel like being a parent adds value to your life. Exactly. I totally agree. You could tell a lot from a person by the way they parent, the way they, they, they exactly how they do with their kids. And I don't want to date anybody that's a shitty ass parent. Because yep. it, just, it just like at certain points in your life, like everybody has kids. It's kind of hard to be at a point where like, oh, you don't have a kid. Oh, man, that's crazy. You're an anomaly. And what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, so. How you treat your kid is very, very, very telling of how you're going to be as a person. That's very true, and I definitely agree. I feel like if you don't have a good relationship with your baby mom, if you can't go over to her house, if she don't like you, you know what I'm saying? And it's besides the fact that the fact that you left her or whatever the case is, like, I need to be able to... Your baby mom... Let's talk about this. Your baby mom is your reference. Mm. Hello? Mm. I'm, I'm not taking this check. My I'm not job. taking no reference from no baby mother because I know there well somebody call my goddamn phone asking me about my baby daddy. I'm gonna be like, bitch, run. Not that. Not both of them. Not both of them. No, the but second one, one you'll be like, you'll be no, nice. the second one that might not call my phone. No, somebody might. <laughs> nice. If you have she moved on, me. if you have moved on and you are in a better space in your life and that just didn't work out, you and that person on the second hand try have a good relationship with me. You'll give him a good reference. You will. You won't give him a good reference? I didn't Why? say I wouldn't give him a good you, reference. No, he the question is, would, you, would you give him a good reference? I would give him a good reference. Okay. I would. She would give him a good reference. Your baby mom is your reference. If you have a good relationship with your baby mom, we might can fucking your take the world over. Reference. I don't give a fuck with your baby mom. No. The kids be blinded and they be making their own decisions, so they clouded judgment. You have a good relationship with your baby mom. We cool. Ask him. You gotta ask all the kids. You can't ask one. Stop him. got 20 kids. I don't know. Out here in this motherfucking street. <laughs> you mean real kids or those are sons? She don't got no 20 kids. You know. <laughs> That's my son. <laughs> Who said that? Nikki said that, right? Nikki got a lot of sons. Anyway, that was today's episode. So, in the nutshell, uh, ladies, wrap it the fuck up. So, yeah, I'm gonna wrap it up. And no, you ain't even got the dick, bitch, but you gonna wrap it up. You gonna wrap it up. Nobody got time for these dads that ain't trying to be No, let me say it right. Nobody got time for these fathers that ain't trying to be dads. And all the dads out there, happy motherfucking Happy Father's Day, guys. And ladies, let's put this out. Mother's Day passed last month. We got a day.
Pray for another fucking day, okay? We out of here.